Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. By the Vishanti! Welcome to the Marvel Movie News. Today we're talking Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, Iron Fist, X-23, and the Dark Phoenix Saga. Plus we've got Doctor Strange enthusiast Holly Conrad! Oh my god! Uh, Stay seated, we're coming right back to you. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now... Here's Popcorn Talk's Marvel Movie News. Excelsior to your Merry Marvelites! Hi. 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 Hello. Hi. Uh, <laughs> well, welcome back to our Some Random Number uh, episode of the year. Number 79 and all, though. That's this what's is important. Episode 79. We're almost at oh 80. Then we're That's... almost at 90, and then we're almost at 100. What are we going to do for 100? That's going to be crazy. Something crazy AF, as the kids like to say. <laughs> So, something crazy autofocus? Yes, crazy autofocus. <laughs> We're right. going to have a party. We'll do some autofocus, I guess. What else? Uh, we are the Marvel Movie News coming to you live from... Oh, my God. We didn't discuss where we're coming from. Kunlun. Today's a, okay. bit, a lot of Iron Fist news. Uh, we are the Marvel Movie News coming to you live from Kunlun, where we tell you all the news from all the studios and why you should be as excited as we are. Subscribe to us on iTunes at Marvel Movie News or find us through the Popcorn Talk Network, YouTube forward slash Popcorn Talk Network, or you can find us through their website, popcorntalknetwork.com. Follow us on Twitter at Marvel News PTN or on Facebook forward slash Marvel News Show. Uh, and guys, if you will tweet a link out to our show with a message telling people about how awesome our live chat is, Doom in the booth will retweet you. Doom wants to know your opinions on today's show. <laughs> and then he'll crush them. And then he will crush them. Latvarian style. Uh, I'm Matt Key at the Matt Key. We've got Meredith. At M. Placco. Uh, Koi's out sick today, so oh, everyone send uh, Koi, uh, Koi, you're, you're sick, love, I guess. Like, uh, that actually well, d- sounds dirty. Don't, yeah. don't send him sick, love. Send him just encouragement you know, no, to get guys, better. No, guys, send Koi sexy shout-outs to get better. Yeah, yeah. Everyone record a video <laughs> giving Koi a sexy get better. Yeah. Koi likes to do something called sexy shout-outs. Mm-hmm. Actually, he hates to do it, but the fans <laughs> love to have him do it. Uh, so, And uh, I am talking with Ms. Holly Conrad. Hi. <laughs> We're both wearing our Doctor Strange oh, yeah. cloaks of levitation, yeah. our I have Agamotto. It's true. Uh, you have one of the best Doctor Strange cosplays I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's pretty it's, solid. It's a labor of love. It's, it's a labor of love. And it shows. Labor of love, but like it's an amazing... <laughs> no. like Everyone, right now, drop what you're doing. Put this on pause. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, go look up Holly Conrad, Doctor Strange, and prepare to be just like... Uh, be amazed. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, Holly, why don't you tell all of our fans where they can find you, who you are, what you do? Yeah. Um, well, I'm Holly Conrad. I'm Commander Holly on on YouTube. Um, I and am, at Twitter, right? And or, a twi- or Holly Conrad on Twitter. Commander yeah. Holly everywhere else. Gotcha. Twitter. Twitter was different. Fancy Twitter. Fancy, <laughs> Fancy Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, and uh, I play video games on my channel, and I also do cosplay, and I do all that kind of fun stuff. Um, I'm a huge fan of Doctor Strange, obviously, um, and I love birds, and uh, that's my kind of what some you've, of my things. You've, <laughs> got, you've got pigeons at home. I have pigeons at home. I rescue pigeons. Um, I play them ukulele in my free time. That's true. <laughs> Um, and yeah, but yeah, so I'm, I, I love cosplaying. I love making stuff and, uh, I love, 
I love just being a fan of weird stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you are the only person that I know that is at least as big a fan of Doctor Strange as I am. Maybe more. Maybe more. So. I can uh, I can definitely like just the the thirty minutes before we started the show it was so adorable to watch these two like oh well, this was one of my favorite uh, scenes oh well, did you see this panel <laughs> yeah. I'm like oh my god when Doctor Strange it was so cute to watch them because I you know as as most of you guys know out there that I've only come into the Doctor Strange lore through the you know movie news and through Matt's love and the new new comic book series so hearing them talk about like the history of Doctor Strange going back to the seventies I'm like oh my god I really I have to go pick up these books now it, it yeah. really oh man that- I, I I'm hoping to have them get into some of this stuff today for you guys to learn even more the, about. The Engelhart Brunner yeah. run is oh. gorgeous. It's yeah. one of my favorites. I'm actually rereading it right now. Like I'm around like issue 21, 22 rereading nice. it right now. So uh, my favorite is the Marvel premiere series, the Shuma Garoth epic. That's yeah, my favorite. That one. one's amazing. Where, where the ancient one dies and that Doctor Strange yeah. becomes Sorcerer Supreme. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Again. Again. <laughs> yeah. He's become and not become like three times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. At least. At least. <laughs> he's, yeah. like, he's like uh, Daniel Jackson from Stargate who just like keeps getting resurrected. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to ask, is that Doctor Strange's way of like his Phoenix force where he dies and comes back again? He just becomes the Sorcerer Supreme and not? Because, you know, every, every. No, like you know? whenever he gives it up, it's. For his own reasons. Oh, like yeah. the, fir- the first time is because the ancient one is like, in order for you to be the sorcerer supreme, you have to be a god and be completely separate from humanity. And he's like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. So oh. never mind okay. this whole sorcerer supreme thing. But yeah. then it turns out that that's not the case. And there's this whole like weird coalition of sorceress wizards outside of time. It's weird. So Yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One would say it's strange. It is. Ah, it is. Yeah. That pun is so long. Oh, oh my god. Oh god. Where did the sound effect come from? <laughs> That's Doom. That's from yeah. Latveria. <laughs> there are many Latverian sound effects. Wait, in here. Guys, can you teach me how to do how how to? So well, you have to okay. start out like this. This yeah, is just okay. like rock on. Yeah. yeah. And then you have to practice until you can do it just with this. Because it. Yeah. it is. I when I first started dressing as Doctor Strange, I mm-hmm. couldn't do this, so I yeah. had to do the wrong hand. So I like, had to teach myself. I had to yeah, teach myself like this. It's not. That's Spider Man down here. His fingers are brought up. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. You can, I mean, you can do it like yeah. this, too, because it's really hard to do. Wow. So, like, yourself. And I'm better that's... at it with my right hand than my left. Yeah, but... well, yeah, because, like, like, obviously Spock, I can, you know, live yeah. on and prosper yeah. on one hand. Uh, wow. Do you, do you want to hear something really sad? You probably do, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, there are times when I meditate, like when I'll be at home meditating, that I'll be like, I should do the Dr. Strange hands and just <laughs> oh. see if that does anything for me. Like, I, like, I, like, practically learned meditation because of Dr. Strange. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's so. We'll, we can talk, we'll talk later. We'll talk later. It's so, I love we, it, guys. We've got a whole block of Dr. Yeah, Strange but for the two of us Woo. later in the show. So let's start off with some very quick mentions. Uh, you guys feel free to comment on this stuff sure. if you want, but like, this is like, hey, here, this stuff happened. Uh, so Fa- John Favreau was the EP on Infinity War. Like, he just brought in as one of the cool. EPs, which makes total sense yeah. because he was 
producer, director of Iron Man, Iron Man 2. He started the MCU. And he now has Jungle Book and Mm -hmm. movie and theaters, which is probably going to do like at least a billion dollars worldwide. Yeah, I mean, they've already signed on for Jungle Book 2. Oh, wow. Is it out already? Yeah, Jungle Book. It's out. And it seems to be like this year's Lego Mm -hmm. movie where everyone's like, holy crap, that's a good movie. Interesting, yeah. Remember when you went to see Lego movie, you're like, oh, I've heard this is good. And then you watch it, you're like, holy, oh my God, this is the greatest movie of all time. It appears like that's people's reaction to the Jungle Book. So. It makes total sense that they brought him in. Uh, Maisie Williams wants to be a part of the New Mutants. So a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. we reported that she like had been cast or was being looked at and was in talks. Uh, then it turns out we were debunked on air by Doom. Thank you, you <laughs> jerk. Uh, and then, uh, but she's apparently wants to be a part of it. So hey, that I would. I'm all like, if she gets to be Rain or uh, Ronnie Ron, Sinclair, yeah, Ronnie yeah. Sinclair, I would absolutely love her as Wolf Spain. That's oh, she's, that would be great. She's dead on perfect. Also, for we know that uh, there's only one and a half, two more seasons left of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just got picked up for season seven, but I think like long term they're looking at eight seasons total. So she's she should start looking at the next thing. Yeah, the well, books do end. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. I mean, we don't know when or but how, we don't but know they when, do. Yeah. <laughs> the TV show will end before the right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Captain America: Civil War is tracking to open very well. I didn't look mm-hmm. up like the box office numbers in terms of like how like if it's gonna like if they're expecting it to be the number one movie of all time. Yeah, that was really. I mean, like, but, there's a couple people who are reporting. Like, I would. I so I tend to Scott Mendelson at Forbes is mm-hmm. my go-to for all that stuff. Oh, interesting. Yeah, That's I good would. To know. I follow him for all his stuff. Uh, but it's tracking to open at about at over 175 million in I one weekend, it. and that's just domestic that's not international of course Civil War doesn't it also has a different international release oh yeah where Donna Justice was like it's everywhere in the world right now like Civil War is going to be a little scattered given all of our friends who have seen this movie except for us (laughs) and have said it's fantastic I'm, I get to I'm see sure it, well. I think, next week a little bit early. So uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited. I'm not not as early as that, but I'm still pretty excited. Don't express your rage on us, Dad. I could have <laughs> gone um, one of the big showings, but I oh, was man. at Emerald City. Womp womp. Yeah. Yeah. You, know. you gotta uh, do what you gotta do. Yeah, I know. Oh, no, I was out. I was, I was having too much fun. Oh, yeah. darn. I was having yeah. fun at a convention. Yeah. 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 Uh, not in this state. Uh, yeah. Daredevil showrunners are now on to Defenders. So, yes. like, that's... Oh. So wait, is Defenders happening? Mm-hmm. Defenders is definitely happening, and uh, Charlie Cox, a couple weeks ago, I think when he was doing a show in uh, the UK... Uh, said that they're planning to actually shoot Defenders oh, wow. like mm-hmm. this year, like later well, this year around like September. It's not the act because they can't use half the character. They can't use well, Silver gonna, Surfer. They no, can't. no, it's going to be it's going to be like uh, Fearless Defender sort oh, of thing. Yeah, okay. so okay. it'll be Iron Fist, okay. Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, okay. and um, Daredevil. And the rumor oh, I've Doctor heard, Strange. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it's not it's not the classic Defenders oh, of no. Doctor Strange, Silver Surfer, Namor, yeah. and Hulk. And, and I don't know if this has been confirmed yet, but the rumor I heard is it's going to be a four part miniseries. Nice. That's awesome. Oh, four. That's yeah. That's one of the latest rumors I heard flo- floating around. Yeah, so. I always heard six, but four. Yeah, maybe I'm four or six. I don't I'm know. so yeah. sad. Namor isn't it? Mm-hmm. Namor is so oh, no. funny. Like, yeah, he's, he's one of my favorite character. characters. Yeah. He's so mean. Like it's so and, funny. He's uh, and he's one of their first. He was a Marvel yeah. number one. Yeah. Oh, six would make more sense. I know. Have you ever have you ever have you ever read Namor number one from uh, uh, the Submariner from Marvel number from the no, first I've Marvel? No, I've never read his first one. The artwork, Bill Everett, it's it's beautiful. Like I read, I was like, oh my god, this actually makes me want to read more Namor, like Golden Age Namor, because mm. the artwork is mm. beautiful. That's awesome. That's gorgeous. It's re- it's like one of the prettiest books from the Golden Age. That's I think. awesome. Yeah. I'll have to check it out because yeah. I love his character. I read his, some of his later stuff, and he's just so funny and mean. Yeah, he's such a jerk. He's an he awful is. person. Yeah, yeah. he's he a really terrible, terrible, terrible man. That's why yeah. I love him. He's so terrible. Yeah. Uh, so uh, New Mutants uh, have finished their second draft. So we're like one. 
draft closer nice. to them being done. It's not big news, but all right. I'm excited. Uh, and uh, so this has been funny. This has gone back and forth for a couple of weeks now. Maybe about a, maybe like mm-hmm. six weeks, I think, this has been going back and forth. Infinity War, according to screenwriters Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, will not have 67 characters in it. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Okay, good to know. Good so, to know. I think, I think it was actually at a Wizard World show that the Russos said, oh, yeah, there's like 67 characters. Wasn't that one of the ones you moderated for? No, I think it was okay. a show after the one that okay. I moderated. And well, like that got picked I, up on the internet, and they, I was like, wait, when it, they said like... They didn't say definitely has. Well, I mean, technically, it's going to have 67 characters. They might not all be named, but think about all like the extras and stuff. Well, I no. mean. Yes, granted. But like they, t- the know. rest of the world took it as like, oh my God, we're going to have 67 that. heroes? Well, do you remember when uh, Doom made the list for us and we were actually yeah. trying? I mean, that was uh, good work on that Doom. That was yeah. very thorough. But I have a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> well, ruling a Latvian yeah. kingdom. It's I mean, not as much work as you really, think. I mean, you have, you have servants for that. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, they did clarify what they meant by the 67 characters. That yes. was the amount of characters on their tracking board when they, exactly. when they first yeah. logged oh, in. That makes sense. Exactly, yeah. yeah. That's that's what this uh, story is, is that like the, the screenwriters were like, um, we don't know where that happened. Like, we've got like 67 characters on our board. <laughs> None of them are in the script. Like, we're figuring out what characters even go in it still. It's so like fans, everyone calm down. You're so dedicated. Yeah, but like, I don't want to see a movie with 67 characters in it. That's way too many. Like, Jesus, that, that yeah. that's like Age of Ultron and Dawn of oh, Justice man. had the worst child ever. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. added the entire cast yeah. of Harry Potter. They're like, oh. like you can't follow that's, that. That's a, that's a fanfic that. I don't want. Yeah. Oh, man. There's already a lot of characters in Civil War. Like, I know. Even in the yeah. trailer, I'm just like, ah. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Skip it, skip it, yeah, skip I'm it. like, Black Panther, you, you haven't even shown up yet. Like, what no. are you doing? What are you, and Spider-Man. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, it's just like, it's very overwhelming. Yeah, and then you've got, like, Scarlet Witch, who's like, know. she's got her powers, like, all, all the way up now. Like, oh. I'm so excited. I'm Sorry. so excited for this movie. Uh, I hear good things about Civil War. We've got, we've got our, uh, I know. Marvel Everyone keeps telling box me. right here that, uh. The voice of Doom has provided us with our pop vinyl Civil War. They're so cute. I love the um, metal, metal, like pearlized yeah. metal. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. the little Iron Man. Oh, it's so very pretty. It's super Very, mm-hmm. very pretty. By the way, any of the pop vinyls that are on our table belong to Doom. Mm-hmm. That's from Doom's <laughs> personal collection. Uh, all right, so... I have, I have a problem. Yeah, we know what Doom collects in a spare time. <laughs> yeah, now, now, now we know what oh gosh, uh, Doom's castle Devil. looks like. Yeah. yeah. That's so cute. And an Ant-Man and a giant man. Look yeah. at the little Ant-Man. Oh, no! It's so tiny! It's amazing. The, the cutest thing on this table, I think, is uh, probably Giant Man's butt. It's yeah, a cute little, it is pretty, oh my God, yeah. He's got a cute little booty. He's got true. a cute little booty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, well, let's, uh, let's actually talk about some of this news now. Okay. Um, Joss Whedon apologized for Age of Ultron. Like, Wait, no. not for the movie, not for the movie, for his meltdown, post movie, like it, like leading up to the movie okay. and everything. Like, did you did you hear about no, any? I of that? read that article. Yeah, I yeah. did. Yeah. It was real sad. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I feel so bad for him. Yeah, yeah. I don't blame him for anything. No, yeah. he was probably doing his best. Like, yeah, it's just, oh, absolutely. He was. I'm sure it was just like bureaucracy, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. It was it, like it all came from the studio. Like the studio. And we'll actually get into this a little bit more with Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. but like the studio had like certain mandates. They had certain films that they had to advertise for and yeah. like start setting those stories for, which is ridiculous. They don't like we're all gonna go see Thor Ragnarok. We don't need right. to set <laughs> yeah. we don't need to set that five years in the future with Thor going to like having a weird vision and well, like disappearing. It was, yeah. and, like, it was so so bad. But I just feel bad for Joss because I think 
I think the pressure of working on a major motion picture, I don't want to say it was out of his his league because I think he's totally capable of doing it. I just don't know if this was the best venue for him to do that. Like, you know, maybe do some personal projects first that cut your teeth on to allow for that. And it just sucks that, you know, sometimes it's great having the protection of a giant studio behind you if you know how to work within those parameters. Yeah. And I think he showed that he he knew how to work within the parameters with Avengers. He's such a creative individual that he's the he's the man who wants to tell his story and when he's hamstrung like that it really shows i i think he kind of created his his own worst enemy in a way by showing like what he Mm -hmm. could do with avengers like avengers was you know like it's not a perfect movie but for like when it came out it was like oh my god (laughs) i don't know what to do with myself like this is the best movie Mm -hmm. ever um, like people, people yeah. I know who aren't comic book fans were were texting me like, I can't believe how good this movie is mm-hmm. and how much I loved it. You know, but I feel he had a lot more creative freedom back then than he did exactly. with Avengers too. Exactly. Yeah. So he showed what was possible with Avengers, what mm-hmm. he could do, um, and how you can sort of like bring one phase to a, uh, an end and then start a new phase. And I think Marvel like saw that and overreached with him a little bit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's uh, such like a smart, passionate person, and that's really. And I feel like he's so passionate and so creative that anyone who's that like that is going to be stifled by yeah. a studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no matter what, no yeah. matter what you're doing, because if you've got all of those people and all that, like they're going to come down and be like, well, we need this whatever because like of this money reason. Like, yeah. and that's. I mean, he's, that's just being an artist, and I don't, I mean, I don't blame him at all for having that kind of hardship. No, it's, absolutely. It's so hard. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm just glad that he's going to, he's writing again. You know, yeah. He's, he's yeah. A, like, actively being creative, and that's exactly. wonderful. Yeah. Because get I, back, get back yeah. on that horse, Joss yep. Whedon. We're rooting for you. <laughs> <laughs> get back on. Uh, yeah, his his quote was, uh, Ultron, I'm very proud, and th- there's a lot mm-hmm. more to it, but I'm just going to read a little bit of it. Uh, Ultron, I'm very proud of. There were things that did not meet my expectations of myself, and then I was so beaten down by the process says some of some of that was conflicting with marvel which is inevitable and a lot of that was about my own work and i was also exhausted and we we right away went and did publicity so mm, yeah um, it's a, it's a lot it's a lot to put on a person yeah, yeah exactly take, take care of yourself yeah treat yourself mm-hmm. yeah like I, like again like I've, I've said it before but i think like the honest trailer for age of ultron Said it perfectly. It was like, uh, guys, I think we broke Joss Whedon. No, like, no. Like it's so true. It's so true. It's it so is. true. Like I've never seen a man like that beaten down. Like, well, I hope he so. got some good rest and recovery, and he comes back swinging. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so um, he said, uh, "We'll finish it off with the things about it, uh, Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. that are wrong frustrate me enormously. But I got to make an absurdly personal movie about humanity and what it means in a very esoteric and bizarre way <laughs> for hundreds of millions of dollars. The yeah. fact that Marvel gave me that opportunity twice." Twice, I mean, this and Avengers mm-hmm. is so bonkers and beautiful, and the fact that I came off as a miserable failure is also bonkers, but not in a cute way. Oh, no. So um, he acknowledges like his own shortcomings and all mm. that. So uh, yeah, I, I just thought that was worth reading because we all love Joss and we all yeah. want him better. Well, and I, and I respect that. I think anyone who can take a step back and, and look at you know, be like, hey, you know, maybe I handled this not the, in the best of ways, but I acknowledge that, and I, I owe it to myself, and maybe I owe it to you know my fans to just be like, hey, you know what? But we're past yeah. that, and we're moving on now. And I think that's that's the key here. Have I told you my personal story of meeting Joss Whedon? You, yes, but I don't think you told Holly. <laughs> I I met him like uh, after I was done with uh, Groundlings, the Sunday Company Groundlings. I met him at a restaurant down close to there, um, Village Idiot on Melrose, and uh, like we he took a picture with all of us mm-hmm. and everything. And then every all like they all like everyone that we took a picture with our group, our Sunday Company, like left. 
And like in the vacuum, I was left with just Whedon. Like they were like, oh, let's go look at the pictures. These are amazing. And they were kind of like all off to the side, giggling. <laughs> and uh, I was like, I'm left alone with Joss Whedon. Age of Ultron <laughs> is like two weeks from coming out. I've seen all the trailers. I've been talking about it on my show. And I just stared at him. And he stared. <laughs> like, it was weird. He like stared at me like, you guys called me over. Then you all left except for you. It's up to you to talk to me. <laughs> yeah. And he just like, and he wasn't like being a, a no, dick about no. it. He was just like. This is awkward. Like it was just this awkward stare. And I was like, and I just looked at him and I said, so um, Age of Ultron looks really good. And he goes, yep, we're trying. Oh, no. And I go, yeah. Uh, and then there was another uh, terrible, awkward pause. And I said, uh, Mr. Whedon, I'm just going to be very honest with you right now. I'm, I'm absolutely freaking out and I don't know what to say to you. I highly suggest that you leave before I make a fool out of either one of us. And he was like, okay. And he shook my hand and left. And I didn't know what to do about it. So That's so funny. I I've heard the story five times now, and every time, Matt, I love Your it. brutal yeah. honesty. I know. Your brutal honesty. I, just, just... I didn't want to make a fool out of either one of us. You know, I, like, I had good. a thousand questions running through my head, he, like, but I didn't even yeah. want the answers to them because I wanted to enjoy the movie. Mm -hmm. and it's, no, exactly. I can't tell if you're joking or not. Well, oh, I'm not. I, this I, I, a joke. I hope you get the chance to moderate for him sometime in the future so you can call back to that. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, okay. I can't wait. I can't I wait. I, I met, he was the what, producer on a movie, the Comic-Con mm -hmm. episode for a mm -hmm. Fans Hope movie I was in. Yeah? And so I met him and did a live stream. I met him a bunch of times, got to chat with him. I did oh, a live stream so with cool. him. And every time I was still nervous <laughs> every time. But he was always super nice. So it was like, I was always like, oh, okay, yeah, well, thanks, Mr. Well, it's, you know, like, he was always so kind like he he picked the video that i applied for that um mm -hmm. thing like he picked it he was like we were one of the first videos he picked and stuff and so oh, like, that's oh, so wow. cool like but he was always like i always just got this feeling from me he was just like he was one of us like it was yeah. never weird like he would always see me and wave and like yeah. be so, like see hey like, like he was he was always like i just always got that feeling that he was just like a fan he's like, just all a giant us. nerd yeah, yeah. Oh, and that's why that's, that's so good and that's why like I, when I read that article, I was so like heartbroken for him because I'm like, you have that same passion that all of us have for yeah. all of these things, and you're dealing with bureaucracy, which we all know is just a nightmare. But mm -hmm. and it just like it grinded him down. Like yeah. he's like, I want to do this amazing thing, and they're like, no, exactly, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, well, let's go on and talk mm -hmm. about some more amazing things. Um, Luke Cage is going to be scored by one of the members of a tribe called Quest. Here we go, yo. Here we go. <laughs> Everyone I'm gets to so see how terrible I am. Okay with this. Just, just this I by itself just, is everyone's I, like, this wow, is he's awful. I dance like everyone's grandma. Uh, <laughs> I like it's the strange off happening right yeah. now. Yeah, you, you can't tell me that Doctor Strange dances any better. Than I know, this. right? I no, no. That's, come on. And that's one reason I love him. <laughs> yeah. He is me. He doesn't know it. Oh, uh, so so which member of a tribe called Quest is going to be scoring uh, this? Uh, Ali Shahad Muhammad. Nice. Uh, uh, as uh, Chio Hadari mm -hmm. Coker, the showrunner says. It's very, uh, Luke Cage and the score. Uh, it's very sophisticated. I mean, it's got a 90s hip hop vibe, but it's really forward thinking. We have Adrian Young and Ali Shaheed Muhammad doing the score for us. Oh, okay. Adrian so Young, it is a, it's, yeah. Uh, I, I looked up some of his mm -hmm. music and was listening to it, uh, this morning, and he, that dude is like, oh, solid, man. It's, so, it's, it's so amazing. Good. It's like, really good. Like, go, go yeah. look up, uh, Adrian Young yeah, right I mean, now and, and listen to him. He's, well, Great. so it's, uh, you know, with with the unfortunate news of Prince's passing today, oh um, we, I actually got into a conversation with a friend of 
mine, uh, Jimmy J, who runs the amazing Comic Cons, and we were talking about like how my generation, born in the early '80s, we don't really have same icons. Like you yeah. know, my my mom introduced me to Prince, which of course was sad. But who's my musical icon that I discovered? And I kind of realized a lot of it is hip hop artists. Yeah. So you know, Tribe Called Quest, uh, Karis One, Dre, Ice Cube, Snoop mm-hmm. Dogg. These are kind of my legends for yeah. a lot of people. You know that. I came to it on my own. And so knowing that Adrian and, and just tribe is going to be doing this is a huge thing for it's me. As awesome. I say this, I totally acknowledge that I am a upper class white girl, but <laughs> I, it's just, I was very fortunate to have a lot of, uh, multicultural, uh, influences yeah. in my young age. And, uh, this is, this is exciting. This is great. And I think this is going to set a really great tone and vibe for Luke Cage because there's, there's a lot to address here. Yeah. And speak, speaking of Prince, you brought that up, uh, Darcy at, AJ Darcy, mm-hmm. watching Marvel News live stream with Princess Purple Rain, full album in the background. Good use of my time. Mm. Oh. That's, that's, that, <laughs> that was, Solid work. Solid actually, work. that was uh, the first uh, Prince album I ever heard because of my mom. So Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I'd like, I think that's perfect. Like, that makes me even more excited for this. Like, yeah. all I've seen of Luke Cage is that, t- that tag at the end mm-hmm. of Daredevil Season 2. Yeah. A couple of pictures, and I've heard that. And I just, like, I'm so excited for this. Like, it seems pitch perfect. Like, a pitch perfect match for... Except it's not, like, actually pitch perfect. Like, like, Elizabeth Banks isn't involved. No, Elizabeth Banks is not involved. <laughs> We're not going to have Rita Repulsa just show up. <laughs> Get out. Get out, Meredith. Uh, so, uh, now we're going to move on to something that I know Meredith is going to enjoy talking about. And that is the rumor... Uh, I think it was from Heroic Hollywood. El Miami broke it. Uh, just a rumor, not confirmed, uh, that the Dark Phoenix saga is going to be the next X Men film. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm curious. So when uh, El Miami, so when El Miami broke that, I like tweeted at him. I'm like, I hope you're not screwing with me. And he just like gave me a winky face. And I'm like, Umberto, don't you dare! A winky face. Right now. Um, so. Uh, if you guys don't know, uh, t- Holly and Matt, like Doctor Strange to them, that is Dark Phoenix to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I've gone Emma Frost blonde, <laughs> but she, you know, growing up reading X Men, being my first comic book, uh, Dark Phoenix Saga being probably like the epitome of stories for me in the Marvel Universe, next to God Loves Man Kills, because let's be honest, that is that's like a, the definitive like story definitive, that everyone yep. should read. But this is this is the- it, that's. Uh- God loves man kills. Everyone go read that. Yeah, it's please. Really if you've good. never it's, read it, it's one of the yeah, best X Men books that's, out there. And you don't have to read anything else other than that to understand X Men. But Dark Phoenix Saga is the epitome of Jean Grey's story, and it's some of the best writing Chris Claremont era you're gonna you're ever gonna get. And it uh, basically it tells the story, and I'll, I'll try to do a rundown here real quick. Uh, X Men are coming back from space, and Jean gets hit by some cosmic radiation and gets the Phoenix Force through her, and then goes they go back to Earth, and she is able to repair the M Cran crystal, which happens to be in the Everglades of Florida, right by where I grew up. And you know uh, where you know, the M Cran crystal, crystal should hangs be. out in you know BF uh, Florida. That's where Man Thing is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just just there. chilling there in in swampland. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they decide, wow, her powers are really scary. So we're gonna put some mental blocks on her so she's not going around uh, overdoing it. And at that point, Mastermind sees an opportunity to get closer into the inner circle of the Hellfire Club. So he starts projecting <laughs> his illusions, as Mastermind does, into the brain of Jean Grey, making her think that she is the descendant of Lady Grey, and he is Jason Wingard, and they have this beautiful, wonderful love affair in her head, and slowly breaking down all these little blocks, uh, until at one point, um, 
he virtually like he uh kills cyclops in her head uh which causes her to go crazy uh basically uh and at this point she thinks she's also the black queen of the hellfire club mm-hmm. so um in uh in thanks for uh all that what jason has done for her uh she makes him go insane Mm-hmm. Which is great because what ends up happening when they rediscover Mastermind many mm-hmm. years later is fantastic. But she does assume the uh, Dark Phoenix mantle and then uh, goes off into space and destroy devours a star, which destroys a planet full of people. And then the Shi'ar get involved. And then I don't really give a crap because I hate Shi'ar. But eventually she oh, does end hate- up dying. Oh. I, I'm so anti-Shi'ar, man. Even like the Imperial Guard. No, it's just it's just space. I mean, really, it's the Star Jammers more than anything. I hate. But oh, I love the Star Jammers. Colt, Colt, did you I hear know. that? She hates I'm your ship. Sorry, but just any time that the X Men go into space, it's never good. But basically, she ends up sacrificing herself uh, during a trial, and uh, it, it's it's one of the best moments for Jean Grey because she's not killed. Cyclops doesn't kill her. Wolverine doesn't kill her. She chooses to make that sacrifice mm-hmm. herself, and it's honestly, because she realizes yeah, how, how out of control. Control she is. is. Yeah. And it's it's one of the strongest written female moments in comics for that time. And it's oh, a fan- yeah. yeah. It's just maybe even like the ever. history of yeah. comics, because she like it's her own agency. Mm-hmm. She exactly. takes it on her own and she's like, I need to end this. Yeah. I'm I'm a like I have the the potential to be a terrible Awful and, and not just and not just that, but I mean, not just like oh, she's just strong for killing herself, but everything that she goes through, you see so many for, for so long. Females in comics were so one dimensional, and you see that it's not just about being sexy or evil or it, it, you just start to see so many layers. Uh, you also get to see a lot of uh, Chris Claremont's perversion this time around with the Hellfire <laughs> Club, and I'm like, someone's been hanging out in a lot of BDSM clubs at this time, right? But, you know, whatevs. But so the fact that they want to adapt the Dark Phoenix saga now is great. But, but I don't think they should in the second film of this new generation because we're just now getting the introduction of the the new young Jean Grey. Mm -hmm. We don't, we're not ready to understand Dark Phoenix. We need to get to know Jean. We need to get to know Marvel Girl. We need to get to know Phoenix first. I can't see them doing Dark Phoenix saga as their second film because what have we built up to make us care about that character yet? Yeah. Well, I mean, we we haven't seen Apocalypse. Maybe I know. there's a lot and of me- her in X-Men. Like, maybe there's a lot more of her in X-Men Apocalypse than we know. Oh, I suspect there like- is, but I just, I just feel like we're not ready for it. But maybe that's just my hesitation given how piss poor they handled it in X3. Yeah, The Last Stand. Yeah. The, 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 the X-Men movie that shall not be named. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, as much as, and, and, and I'll, be, I'll be very frank with you guys, I have no desire to see the Dark Phoenix saga as it was in the comics played out on screen, because you know what? Because we, you don't want to see him go to space? No, because we've already <laughs> seen that done so wonderfully in the animated series. Oh, hmm. you're right. Because, yeah. and, and my favorite thing about movies is I like when films take the central stories of the characters that we love and, and tell them in, in new and unique ways because we've already read these stories. They're great the way they are. I don't need to see it page by page yeah. on, and scene by scene. So take what we love about it and make it new and exciting. But again, I just don't know if we're ready for Dark Phoenix. Maybe yeah. third one with Sophie. Maybe. Yeah. But we can do movie two with, with just Phoenix, regular Phoenix. You know? So what... what- Movie, like, what story do you think would be best adapted for the second one? Well, no, I mean, I think, I think we can see them. We can see the start of it because mm-hmm. she doesn't go. You know, I, th- I would like to kind of see some of her like struggling with her power, struggling with with. I mean, first of all, if we're getting straight up young Jean Grey, like, I don't know what format are we getting her 
as she discovers her powers in in Apocalypse? Are we gonna like? I don't. You mean inside of Apocalypse? Yeah, I don't. I don't know if she's already coming to us having had the telepathy for a while because Jean has to struggle with that for so long. According to the, all those like mm-hmm. sources that I've read online about like who she, what her where her character yeah. is at the is in the film. It's that. She's okay. young. She's struggling with it. All the other students are afraid of her because they all recognize how powerful she is. Yeah. Uh, she's still learning how to control all of that stuff, mm-hmm. um, but also recognizes how powerful she, like, she recognizes yeah. I mean, the powerful potential she has. she's an Omega-level mutant. Like, yeah. she is one of the most powerful mutants in, in existence. I mean, the, the one thing they could be, since they've, they have changed things so much, is that it could be that whatever happens at the end of apocalypse triggers dark phoenix and it's just going to be balls of the wall scary for the next film and that would change things completely um i just i again it's like i just don't know if we've earned it yet and then maybe that makes sense but like i I, yeah but what would i like to see i mean i'd like to see her i'd like to see her struggle and i want to see that i don't want to see her just become dark phoenix i want to see the jean gray phoenix yeah um dichotomy and i want to see her because the the beauty about dark phoenix and i kind of glossed this over in my uh, review of how she became is that as as um, Mastermind is breaking down her her blocks is that it, he's allowing her to feel emotions where yeah. she normally has closed herself off and she starts to feel deep passion and deep you know allowing herself to feel for the first time yeah and and that's such an incredible thing for a woman who's been so afraid of her own emotions and and that if she lets that go she's going to let her power go and I would love to see that played out yeah. like regardless of the actual story that they tell if they stay true to the comics or not i want to see a gene gray who has to grapple with the fact that i am insanely powerful mm-hmm. a touched insane and now i'm actually allowing myself to feel for the first time and i think sophie turner has the emotional range to play that and i would yeah. love to see that on screen i would love to see that now do you think that if they go with the phoenix do you think that it'll be like the great celestial like force or do you think it'll be like a dark a darkness from within her i i i because well, they X3 did, the did dark, like the darkness inside I know, I of her. I can't. I think okay. I think that if if Fox wants to expand what they're doing and go f- build their own, you know, build out there the way that Marvel has, mm-hmm. they're going to go with a celestial force because I think you can only. I do, really hope they. Yeah, I, you can I only do so do, much yeah. without bringing in. Because I mean, as much as I, I I dig on on space stuff, I would like to see Lalandra. I love Lalandra. Yeah, I really do. I just I think as a when I was younger, I just didn't like all the space stuff because it was written kind of poorly. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I well, just it was. It's it was. like it's so strange. Like it's such I, a strange time for the X Men yeah, yeah. because they were they were they were such a terrestrial mm-hmm. thing, and then Claremont takes them over with Cockrum, and then they yeah. all of a sudden they're like, "We're going to space, and now we're going to hell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we gotta go save Ileana!" Like it's just well, like, "Whoa, yeah, what's going I love, on?" I love the Ileana stuff. It's just the, the space stuff. When I was younger, it was weird. I think because I liked how grounded the X Men was. Yeah. So I think that's it. Just sits with me, even though I didn't remember. Remember when we started Marvel Movie News? Mm-hmm. I started rereading from X Men number one, yeah. and I finished that run. And the space stuff wasn't as bad as an adult. Yeah. So I personally like the space stuff, yeah. it's, but it is wacky. But it I just, but there. I also hate Cyclops, so I hate like. Man, I hate Cyclops yeah. too. He sucks. Man, yeah. he is. <laughs> he's the worst. He's he sucks. Yeah, yeah he's the worst. Absolutely. Worst. So yeah, that's yeah. that's my thoughts, man. Uh, I'm excited. Regardless, though, I'm excited. Like I want, I want Jean. I want Phoenix. I want Dark Phoenix. I want all of it. And I want, but we have to have a new Emma Frost, man. Because here's the thing: you cannot have, you can't like. And the other thing that's so essential is the Jean and Emma dynamic Mm -hmm. because they have such a great rivalry Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, that I, I mean, she it's so wonderful. And especially put, putting them there in the Hellfire Club. Oh, yeah. I want that. May, may, I, may I throw this out there? Yeah. I don't think that they can do Emma because they had her in first class. I know. So I don't That's think. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they're going to bring her back. They do have Psylocke. And I mm, think that they true. could sort of like retrofit mm-hmm. her into the story to serve the same purpose as No, Emma but Frost. Jean but Jean and, si- and Psylocke have always been friends. I can't see that happening. Like you need a, a rival. In the comics, like I that know. doesn't mean that that's not what they're going to do <laughs> and like we all know that Fox will take like yeah. they they very liberally mm-hmm. take from the comics. And, so. and then furthermore, what I would love to see follow up is give give me Give me uh, Mr. Sinister. Give me Madeline Pryor. Oh, my God. That I want to see. That would be that awesome. Would like be... a Mr. Sinister story? That I've been, would be great. I've been dying for that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, great. Brian Cranston for Mr. Sinister 2017. <laughs> I would vote him into office. All right. Wolverine 3, X-23 is rumored to, as a possible, like, she might be joining the cast. Can I roll my there. eyes out of my head on this story? <laughs> Why? No, just finish it and then I'll, I'll No, give... but that's like, I mean, like, there was a casting well, call yeah, from Central the, Casting. say the casting call for what it is. Alright, casting call from Central Casting is looking for stand-ins and photo doubles on Juarez, which is the production mm-hmm. name of Wolverine 3, uh, which is the, uh, well, I just said that. No. Uh, and it's also shorter Caucasian, Hispanic, and Asian-looking females over the age of 21, uh, and then they add specifically a height of like four to four foot to four foot eleven. Okay. So here's the thing about why I don't think it's X-23. First off, has anyone ever taken out a, a measurement tape to see how mm-hmm. four foot? I, and again, not that comics dictate anything, but Laura Kenny in according to the X-Men encyclopedia, is five foot six. Mm-hmm. And now, again, height doesn't matter with actors. Yeah. Uh, also, if they were going to cast y- young, they're not going to just cast short. Yeah. They would cast a younger actress, not mm-hmm. someone over 21. Yeah. So I don't, I just don't, it just doesn't make so sense. Who who do you think it might be? I don't think it's, I think it's just, well, they're looking for stand-ins mm-hmm. and, and extras. I don't necessarily yeah, think it's, it's just, any. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's incredible. Four foot to 4'11", that's. Pretty short. That's really short, pretty guys. Pretty short, yeah. Uh, <laughs> superhero hype is the one that reported, like, they heard that it's X-23, and then that got corroborated yeah. with. This like this may not actually have anything to do. I don't think with it has anything to do with it. But like a lot of news sites started yeah. saying, like, wait, well, comicbook.com reported this casting call thing, and now superhero hype has heard a rumor that X twenty three is in it. Here, here's what I mm-hmm. like about X twenty three, and I, I don't know that she's joining Wolverine three, and I think that it could be problematic to have her join Wolverine mm-hmm. three because it's supposed to be taking place in the future. Yeah. But what I like about it is uh, that maybe we get a female Wolverine because Hugh Jackman is never yeah. doing it again, and yeah. that would be amazing. I know. I would personally love to have X-23. I just don't see that just doesn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, is this even in the same universe as, like, the last X-Men movie? Like, I'm I just think conf- it's supposed to be, I, uh, but, like, it's confused. taking place in the future? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just confused. Or, like, the same one as um, the Apocalypse one coming out. Is it that one? Like, I... I don't know. I don't know. So. If, yeah. if you did introduce her in the future Wolverine movie, mm-hmm. you could then bring her into Deadpool and Cable and time jump her back. Yeah, but then you've got that. a it's whole weird time and jump. Yeah, so yeah. Like... yeah, my my thought is if they're doing the old man Logan storyline, they might be casting Moloids, which are mm-hmm. kind of like the sewer dr- dwelling uh Characters that end up kidnapping, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I feel like that would be make more sense. Yeah, if they were doing doing that for sure, because on the timeline, I feel like that makes more sense. Yeah, but, like Morlocks and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. agree. All right, well, uh, I will. I just hope that they do like a female Wolverine. No, I agree. I would like, love to I, see it because that's just, what they've done in the comics, and I love that 
Yeah, they I, did that, I just so. think that the casting call and the rumor are completely separate, and people trying to justify the two. I'm just kind of like, guys, take a step back from the fandom. Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> and, take, and take a look at the specs. It doesn't yeah. actually really fit. Uh, because we also, we also know, let's be honest, we also know how Hollywood cast people, and they're very specific about their leading material. Like, I'm not, yeah. you know, and I'm not, I mean, this has just been an issue in the in the conversation a lot lately. It's like, we've had a lot of talk about how Hollywood whitewashes stuff and everything, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the fact that they would cast someone of not a tall, beautiful height requirement. <laughs> I, I, As much as I'd love to see a, a wonderful uh, petite lady cast in something, mm-hmm. let's just be honest, we kind of know how Hollywood works, and it's screwed up. Yeah, so, well, let's jump away from that and j- go to Iron Fist, which we've got a little bit of news for. Speaking of, <laughs> Uh, So this week uh, we got news that Jessica Stroop and Tom Pelfrey have joined the cast as Joy Meacham and Ward Meacham, the children to Harold Meacham. Uh, The description is the children of Harold Meacham, Joy and Ward, have spent their lives building Rand Enterprises to its current standing in the world only to have all their work put in jeopardy when Danny returns to claim his birthright. So Danny Danny Rand being like returning, the Iron Fist returning from Kunlun. But but it's also his parents' company too, right? Well, it was so it was Rand Meacham. Okay. Uh, Harold Meacham kills. Yeah, yeah, kills the parents. His parents. Well, the the dad because he wants to be with the mom. Yeah, it's wacky. Uh, the mom is ripped apart by wolves yeah. in the Kunlun Mountains as they run to like she's like, "There's safety! Oh, oh no, wolves die! Run, Danny, run!" Uh, Danny gets away, lives for ten years in Kunlun, trained by monks to be sure. the world's greatest yep. kung fu martial artist. Uh, oh God, I have to sneeze. Maybe. Oh, no, no, no. Just keep talking. Okay. I'll see if it okay. Uh, so yeah, so the, these chi- like the children, and especially uh, specifically Ward Meacham. Mm-hmm. So Joy, I think, is probably going to have a better character arc if, if they mm-hmm. follow the comics because Joy uh, witnesses. Well, she doesn't witness. She walks in on Iron Fist after her dad has been killed, and then believes that it was Iron Fist. So she holds a grudge mm-hmm. against him for killing his, her dad when he actually didn't. So she becomes a big antagonist for him for nice. the, his first few issues. Ward Meacham in the comics is actually Harold Meacham's. Uh, brother. Oh, okay. So they chained him to a kid here. Uh, so it sounds like uh, Harold Meacham probably dies pretty early on in the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joy and Ward become the uh, the main antagonists, That's... along with like maybe Davos, the Steel Serpent, yeah. or whatever else. But uh, yeah, so they're gonna probably be hmm. more of an antagonistic force. So interesting. Maybe they'll be like the Fenris twins from the Ultimate Universe. Do, do you know? I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, God. So in the in X-Men Ultimate stuff, there's the Fenris twins, and they run, like, an evil corporation. But they're also, like, really incestuous. Oh. So same I with, doubt it's yeah, that. I hope not. That's always my joke whenever there's a brother and sister in Marvel. I'm like, <laughs> oh, they're going to be incestuous because also Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver in the Ultimate Ultimate Universe was just really weird. Just really weird. It, it was, was really, really weird. weird. Uh, which is why it more or less went away. They're like, but that's we also like this character, this character, this character. the movies are based on... Loosely. Loosely. Yeah. Loosely. So that's always my fear. I'm like, uh, this isn't Game of Thrones, guys. <laughs> so uh, we've got our first on-set picks of Finn Jones and Jessica Stroop and Iron Fist this week, which is also kind of exciting. Yes. It's like, yay, it's going forward. Uh, I love <laughs> the way Iron Fist looks. Like, he just, he looks so dirty and yeah. so homeless. <laughs> he looks so he homeless. does. Like, like... But, but here's what's funny. The first time I, oh, maybe God. it's not funny. The first time I saw these, I was like, so Danny Rand lives at Venice Beach? Oh, yeah, like, he looks like... He looks like a surfer. He's yeah. like surfer, surfer Iron Fist. He is totally <laughs> someone. Surfer Iron Fist. Yeah. I would like, if I saw him on the street, I would walk like 10 steps oh, away. No. I would be like, please, I have a sandwich for you, but don't, just don't. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, don't have meth wait, for you. Look at him running there. <laughs> so there, someone did a, I didn't get this picture, but wow. someone zoomed in to get a close up of 
his phone. It's not a phone. It's a first generation iPod from like 2002. What? Something like that. So he's still rocking that from so when he was So he's still in. rocking his old yeah. gen- his like first generation iPod. Wow. That's amazing. Uh, and like so like I just love that because it looks like he's like, oh my god, the city's grown up without me for ten wow. like eleven years now. And, oh, no, I'm but I'm not, gonna, to my... I'm not gonna lie. He kind of looks like a, a meth addict, guys. Oh no, he totally does. Yeah. But yeah. you know yeah. that's obviously intentional because he's like yeah. homeless and and needs shelter and. Yeah, I don't know that yeah. he has access to any of his money. And that's why we see, like, the pictures of him, like, talking to Joy mm-hmm. Meacham. Like, mm-hmm. I need your help. Because mm-hmm. they're also childhood friends. Oh. Like, I, I read somewhere where they were childhood friends. And then, like, Danny oh, Rand goes disappearing. Maybe they have, like, a weird, and... like, love interest. But then she hates Iron Fist. It's, like, the reversal of, oh, like, Karen yeah. and Daredevil. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So, it, um, this definitely looks like it's got that feel of the whole, like, Daredevil Jessica yeah. Jones thing already. Because mm-hmm. it's a character whose main ability is martial arts. Yeah. So you've got that same kind of, like, feel, I, I feel like. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, anyway, we thought we'd uh, end our uh, quick little talks uh, on that. But now we're going to uh, discuss a couple things. Uh, Marvel Phase 4 is going to be distinctly different from everything that's come before. So... Uh, I th- so some new characters. Yeah, I really think so. Or I new think cast, so. at least. Um, so uh, Kevin Feige said, mm-hmm. I think you look at the comics as a guide. Although certain titles may get relaunched or rebooted, the narrative exists on a never-ending continuum. Um, and then he said, he goes on to add, I think there will be a finality to moments of Phase 3, as well as new beginnings that will mark a different, a very different, a distinctly different chapter in what will someday be a complete first saga made mm-hmm. up of three phases. So it hmm. sounds like... Phase three may sort of lead into phase four. That's what we've thought. But like, it sounds but... like phase four is almost going to be like, oh, cool, where we're starting anew. So like, twenty twenty one may see the very beginning of a completely new hmm. like Marvel a universe, like a, a relaunch. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, I mean, they're loosely have to. based on on it, but like, I think like we're probably going to get like some new Avengers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't think any like I think maybe. The way that sounds to me is like, eh, there will be like three or four that carry over, but most of them are going to be I'm, like new or replaced or... Yeah, I think, I mean, because at that point you're going to have to start recasting. Yeah. Yeah. Because contracts are up. Like, that's just the reality mm-hmm. And there's going to be people who are going to be like, we've done this for like 15 years, 20 <laughs> yeah. years, guys, we want to move on. Yeah. I, you know, RDJ will never want to leave Iron Man, I'm sure, but... <laughs> no, well, it's made him a billionaire, yeah. but like... I think he also loves it. I think like he legitimately, I think he legitimately loves, yeah. loves it. I mean, how could you come on? I know. Like, I know. Like, oh, he loves it. How dare he? I know. Like, Pish posh, Robert Downey. Uh, so, uh, and then Joe Russo added, "Things always get deconstructed, right? You build up and you build things up, and people enjoy the experiences mm-hmm. you've built up. But then you kind of reach an apex or you reach a climax and a moment where you go, this structure is really uh, becoming repetitious. We need to deconstruct this." Uh, that's mm-hmm. what Civil War starts, and that's what leads into Infinity War. And he says that's the culmination of all the films. So it sounds like Infinity War is like, and we're done. Well, you know, in, they can in Infinity War they can reboot everything with with the Gauntlet. They have the ability to do a complete, uh, like you know, suddenly the universe is all mumbled. Mm-hmm. Like they can mm-hmm. do that. So I can I can see them pulling a a, a cosmic crossover X yeah. type event where the whole universe is rebooted. Yeah. If if I may though. Yeah. Go for it. What I think they're like. What I'm hoping they do um, is a much more diverse cinematic universe i think probably like i think phase mm-hmm. four is going to reflect all new all different mm-hmm. i think it's going to mm-hmm. reflect oh, that yeah. line yeah you know like i think i really think oh, I like i think spider-man 3 like i really i cannot help but believe peter parker dies and Miles morales comes in 
And yeah. like I really, this I just, course. I just want nuts. Kamala Khan. Yes, I, I love think her so much. I really yeah. think we're gonna get her. I think we're yeah. probably mm-hmm. gonna start meeting her like in the Inhumans and stuff like for that. For sure, she's so amazing. Because she's such a popular yeah. character. She's Peter Parker for this yeah. generation, yeah. like across the board. She mark, yeah. she hits every mark. So I really think that we're gonna start getting that kind of stuff. Oh, I agree. You know, um, I I think maybe Anthony Mackie will become. Oh, I think Captain hands America. down, yeah, because it's you know I I'm excited. I think we're gonna finally get. I want Kate Bishop so bad, guys. I want yeah. I want her so bad. So I think we're gonna get maybe like some Young Avengers stuff. Yeah. I think we're gonna get an all new, all different sort of mm-hmm. lineup. I really think that moving into Phase Four, uh, that's going to be like okay, cool, like. We got all the fanboys yep. taken care of. <laughs> now, uh, like all you yep. white fanboys, are you happy? Can we please go <laughs> yeah, do what yeah. the rest of the world wants? Can we please go reflect what reality actually looks right. like? Well, I mean, you know, it's it's and it's not even just that. It's like, listen, Marvel has a, a legacy and they, they yeah. paid tribute to that legacy. They told these great stories of these characters that have been in their you know, 60, 70 years of history. And we've got some really great films to reflect that. And I, I never thought in my entire, you know, childhood into young adulthood that I would ever see m- comic book movies of the scope. And no, to, me neither. Yeah. Yeah. And, I'm, and, I, and to see the Avengers and, and such on screen has been fantastic. But now there's great new stories being told. And I'm excited to see those stories make their way onto the screen. Yeah, so. uh, absolutely. Totally agree. Like 100%. Uh, agree mm-hmm. with you. So, and maybe we'll get lady, like the female Thor, not Lady Thor, just the other Thor that has a vagina. You, you, you pause right before you <laughs> no, said Lady, lady like, Thor. Maybe we'll get laid. And I was no. like, Whoa, okay. No, like, I, I hate calling her Lady Thor because it's not. It's just Thor. She's just Thor. Yeah, she's just Thor. I know she's, she's just, just Thor. Thor. I've been calling her Mighty Thor since they changed mighty, the book. You're right. Good oh, Mighty you're right. Thor. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Mighty Thor. I'm just gonna call her Thor with a vajayjay. <laughs> vajay Thor. Yeah, mighty Thor is right there on the uh, on the table. I know. Yeah. She's just rocking it. Which I'm very concerned for her future and well-being right now in the comics. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Uh, So uh, some brand new Spider-Man news came out just today. And that is that, uh, according to Deadline, and they seem to be confirming both of these stories, uh, Robert Downey Jr. is reprising his role as Tony Stark in Spider-Man Homecoming. And Michael Keaton is 100% out of the running to be in the film. So no Michael Keaton as J. Jonah Jameson. No. That's really upsetting. Yeah. yeah, I don't even want to see the movie anymore. I know, right? I'm done. Like, I'm out. So, like, no, so, never mind. So I found the source. So Variety was the one who initially reported oh, it. Oh, did they break it? Yeah, so, but it hasn't been confirmed by either studio. But I will say Variety, whoever's working there, knows their stuff. Yeah. They seem to have their, like, little fingers in the studios. Uh, so I'm going to believe it. I mean, I, obviously, I yeah, it. obviously it hasn't been confirmed, but Variety tends to be pretty much on the ball yeah no so. I, i'm i'm on board mm-hmm. uh with it and i i think it's awesome to see uh tony yeah. tony stark in it so iron I, spider what yeah yeah oh, exactly. underoos i was like yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, on top of that we also have news that uh spider-man has added um uh laura harrier i believe is how you pronounce her name and tony revolori revolori tony revolori uh, Laura Harrier is from One Life to Live. That's probably the only thing that we're, any of us are going to know her from. Uh, I watch soap operas all the time, so like I'm all about it. Uh, and uh, Tony Revolori was in Grand Budapest Hotel. So. Oh yes, I love him. Nice. Um, Do we know? I, I know he's going to be playing like a friend. I think he was. So he's not going to be a super villain, I believe. There are two different mm-hmm. deadline says he's Peter Parker's nemesis slash enemy at high oh. school oh. but isn't a super villain okay he's just a bully just okay. like a bully or like a, I saw like 
if you look at this kid, I don't think he can possibly be a bully. I know. I think that he could be a really intelligent kid, and the two of them are like fighting hmm. for uh, valedictorian. Okay. I think I see him as that yeah. sort of a rival, yeah. like an intellectual rival. Uh, the rap calls him Peter Parker's friend Manuel. All right. Because he like, looks I, like a manual. I guess. Sure. Like, sure. But I don't know a manual from the yeah. comics, so like yeah. maybe it's just a role that was written for the film. Yeah. Uh, when when I first saw it, because I first saw it on Deadline, and it mm-hmm. said Peter Parker's nemesis enemy at high school, but yeah. isn't a supervillain. I was like, oh my God, are they making him Amadeus Cho? Oh! Like, but... that was my first thought. I was like, oh my God, please, like... He doesn't look anything like Amadeus Cho from the oh, comics. He's not who I thought he was. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, like, I think that would be He is wearing... Look at his shirt, though. I know. I know that's why I chose that picture. That's why yeah. I chose that picture. I was like, oh, well, this is Sorry, I thought he was Spider-Man. someone else from Grand, Grand, Budava- Grand Budapest. No, it's not Ray Fiennes. It's, no, it's uh, not Ray Fiennes. But no, it, was the, it was his friend that followed... Or not that it was the kid, right? No, that the is the kid. That's the exact yeah, same kid. Yeah, it's the bellhop. Yeah, I thought so. I just have two different pictures of him. Okay. No, that's what I thought it was. To give you some... Yeah. Some variety of who, yeah. who he is and what he can be. Yeah, it's that kid, Tony Rovalori. Yeah. Uh, I just don't see them casting. That would be an interesting choice for Amadeus Cho. I'm no, just, I agree, but I'm that just was just my Mar- first reaction. I was like, yeah, oh I'm my like, god. Yeah, like, um, okay, Marvel, like, do we, do we just not like Asians? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that was like, that, I was like, maybe he's Amadeus Cho, but is then, that just doing? <laughs> like, hey guys, why do you hate Asians so like, much, Marvel? Uh, I do have some uh, some news that came out since uh, we started. Since we started, what's that? Uh, Sony Pictures has confirmed Robert Downey Jr. Oh, it's confirmed. Oh, wow. All right, well, there you go. There we go. You heard it. Twitter, Sony Pictures, Robert Downey Jr. in Spider-Man Confirmed Homecoming, to be in it. Which uh, is sorry, that might be a spoiler for Civil War. I don't know if that's a spoiler uh-huh. for Civil War or not. Yeah, I but, think it is. Uh, sorry, we didn't say oh, no. that. And so who's the Please other actress cast? Uh, Laura Harrier. It's this, okay. this lady right here. Uh, also like, again, continuing like very young yeah. casting. Like I think she's probably under 20. Here's the deal with her. She's actually uh, an actress and a model. Ooh. Um, a lot of the pictures that I found of her were like like a lot of lo- modeling pictures. Um, Mary so, Jane Watson calling it. That's what I hope. Because, that would be awesome. Because uh, the rap says yeah. that she has landed a significant role. Nice. That would be awesome. How awesome would she like? Oh my like, god, if guys! If you go look up, if you go look up Laura Harrier, the, a lot of the pictures are like perfect sort of modeling oh. shots and everything. So she's a model and an actress. She's young, mm-hmm. and that would be amazing to have like an African American Mary Jane. Yep. Like, yeah, so I'm sold. I chose that one because like that's it yeah. felt like a very natural like hey yeah. I'm a high schooler yeah. yeah and then I chose the other one because oh she's like oh I'm a model like <laughs> I like if, that though? one. No, I mean if it's a significant role it makes mm-hmm. sense. I mean yeah, it's either that or Gwen Stacy. Stacy yeah. I mean significance wise or, or Liz Allen. You know she could be Liz Allen, but yeah. I I, I, I gravitated towards it. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's pretty yeah. much it. Yeah. But I gravitated towards MJ just because. Model. She's a model. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, that would be amazing. Or maybe she's just like a random wacky character that they created just for the script. But it says significant role. So yeah. uh I don't know. I think that would be amazing. What well, do you, what what do if, you guys think? What if the other actor is is um why am I blanking on his name? He becomes Venom. Eddie Brock? Eddie Brock. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god, that would be amazing. There's a little pee coming out of me right now. <laughs> <laughs> and the Eddie Brock in the Ultimate Universe was a nebbishy, nerdy kid like yeah. Peter Parker. Like, he was in college, but... Yeah. The huh. first villain, you mean, could be Venom, which would be super cool, because yeah, Venom's awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. amazing. So, I'm just saying, I'm just putting that out there, guys. Oh, my God, you're right. He could play Eddie Brock from the Ultimate Universe. Because we're going... And I that mean, would be great casting. And because mm. and what if we're doing Ultimate storyline, because then that does lead into us getting... 
miles eventually. Mm. Yeah, well, I think they're going to follow the are. ultimate because that's yeah. all. That is all in high so school. So I'm just putting I'm just putting that out there. Interesting. Oof. A lot of the chat is wondering if uh, if she's going to play Felicia Hardy. Uh, I was th- I thought oh, that too, but I think it's I don't think they'd introduce Felicia this early. And was she in high school with? Was she Only a high in, school contemporary? In with? later adaptations where they did like Spider Man in high school, like kind of like. Like, not necessarily, like, in yeah. continuity sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. I thought, too, because she would make a great Felicia Hardy. That was when you first pulled her up. I was like, oh, man, I'd love to see her as Black Cat. Yeah. But that would be, it would be weird bringing her in now. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Uh, all right. Plus, well, she looks a little too, how old is she? I don't know. I didn't know. I'm sure she's over 21, but Felicia's just such a sexualized character. I don't want someone yeah. looking that young. She looks young. really young. Yeah. yeah. That would just be too much. Yeah. That would be pretty, yeah, that wouldn't fit, I feel like. I should say sexual, not sexualized. I mean, I love Felicia Hardy, and I have cosplay Black Cat because she's strong and sexy, and I yeah. love her. Uh, well, let's jump away from Spider-Man. Okay. And let's finally, Holly, let's talk about Doctor Strange. Yes! By the hoary host of Hogan. <laughs> Wasn't that from the Spider-Man cartoon? Yes. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. We're both like, oh yeah, I know that one. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, the, that's yeah. from the Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah, I know. I know that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, first of all, before we get into like the news about the teaser and everything, I want to know your reactions to the trailer. I watched I watched your reaction as you watched it, yeah. but you've probably seen it like another 20 or 30 times I like I have. Uh, you've probably processed a little bit more, looked up a lot more. What are your thoughts? And go. Um, I'm just going to sit here and stare at you for a while. So I, I, yeah, I did like a reaction video because I knew I had to, like, I was like, I have to do this because everyone knows that I'm such a huge fan. And, um, the trailer, like, I don't know. It's like, that's one thing that's really hard about being such a big fan is that you're really like, you, you really analyze everything. Yeah. And so the trailer was very basic. It was just introducing people to the character. It was just being like, this is the character. Do you like magic? Yeah. Do you like weird stuff? (laughs) Like, here you go. Yeah. And like... There wasn't much to go on story-wise except for his origin story, mm-hmm. which was, you know, you saw his astral form, which I thought was great that they put that in immediately. Mm-hmm. I was Because that's such a key thing that exactly, he does, too. Exactly, yeah. And that was cool that they, they put that out there immediately. They showed his car crash where he broke his hands. Yeah. You saw him in the hospital. You saw all that kind of stuff. And that was really, really cool. Um like, I thought it was just a... It was just very basic. And it was a pretty generic trailer, too. There wasn't anything that yeah. really... Like stood out yet? I thought it was really safe. I thought it was really safe trailer, like to like kind of like a typical. It's got the movie horn. It's got the like you know what I mean. Like yeah, it's got got the movie horn. It's got like you know. It was pretty dark. Although I feel like Doctor Strange isn't that dark. Yeah. So that was a little bit like interesting. I think he's more like on like a kind of like spiritual character than like a like dark and gritty character. Mm So I'm going to, like, but my guess is that the movie is going to be more like that. Yeah. But this is just marketing. This is showing yeah. people this is an exciting superhero movie with weird stuff. And yeah. here's a scene of the city falling apart like Inception. There you yes. go. Like, well, like to, yeah. to go, to build off of what you're saying, like, I see Doctor Strange as, you know, like we were saying even before the show, he's very, like, inspired by, like, sort of, like, Eastern religion and, yeah. like, Buddhism and stuff like that. So I've always seen him as like not a dark character, but he, he's a very he's a very bright and wonderful and hopeful character right. fighting in a very dark, right. gritty, awful, terrifying world. Like, and sometimes he loses hope in himself, and yeah. that's really his biggest challenge is him losing hope in his abilities and thinking that he's a a bad person, pretty yeah. much. Well, I mean, like one of my favorite 
this is completely off topic. One of my favorite moments with Doctor Strange is in um, World War Hulk, where yeah. he like summons the power of like Dormammu. That was to crazy. Yeah, beat Hulk and like he he's winning. He's mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put an end to this. But then he realizes just what he's done and like yeah. how much of his soul he's just sold in order to do this and like. Then he like lets Hulk crush his hands again and relinquishes being Sorcerer Supreme because yeah. he's like I can't summon dark magic like that. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was that was interesting, and that's kind of the the wrestle that the current Marvel universe has at, once they started pretty much reintroducing him into yeah. the comics of dealing with his magic. Yeah. And how powerful that can be. Yeah, like in the that uh, the Illuminati like New Avengers run that they yeah. did with with Hickman, mm-hmm. like when they uh, they fight like and I've talked about this on the show a thousand times, but like. When they fight like the the Justice League analog on that like other Earth, yeah, and the Justice League like beats the relentless crap out of the Avengers mm-hmm. until he's like like he goes like he goes up to the Doctor Fate guy and he's like oh you're you at best you're a curator of artifacts and like rips the helmet off him he's like I know the words and he like summons Cthulhu to yeah. like eat the entire planet you're just like and like all the all the Avengers are like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. He can what? He he could have done what? Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, Doctor Strange, he's a, he's... That happens a lot, actually. Yeah. Like, it happens, it's happened, like, quite God. a few times. Yeah, like, he's... He, like, magic punched Galactus, like, once. Wait, I don't, yeah. I don't think I know that. Yeah, That's he, what? like, magic punched Galactus. I saved the frame at one point. It was, like, uh, someone tweeted it out, and I was like, oh, yeah, that does happen. <laughs> Do you remember yeah. what comment was? Like, I don't remember which one was? it was. I'll have to find it, but I, I saved, like, the tweet and the picture, because I was like, That's right. That's, That's going to be my like, example uh, of how he's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, that to me is, like, a volume three, like, early yeah. 90s oh, yeah, yeah. sort of. Yeah, thing. not when he was, like, in the trench coat with the long hair, though. Because <laughs> that was... There's, like, yeah, oh, my God. There's so Oh, wait. Yeah, there he is, Magic Punching Galactus. Wow, Doom, you are. Yeah, there it is. Oh, yeah. man, I totally called it. That yeah. is so early 90s. Yeah, it is, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. That's you so just good. You can just tell. You just yeah. you, you can, can just, just tell. tell. Yeah. Doom's going to pull really, that up on the screen. It's really soon. depending on his facial hair. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so let me let me read this. Uh, did you did you see these quotes from uh, the screenwriter Robert Cargill? No, I didn't. All right, so talking about what you were saying with the teaser... Uh, the screenwriter C. Robert Cargill, uh, who is uh, Scott Derrickson's writing partner, who Scott Derrickson brought in on the project, he says this teaser is—it's the definition of a teaser. Yeah. You were only getting like a getting a small taste of just how crazy this movie actually gets. We have only just the slightest hints of magic in there. There are major characters you don't even glimpse in that trailer. There is so much stuff going on that this thing is just nutty. The stuff they let us do. I can't believe they let us do it. Just like Kevin Feige and other producers like Steven Broussard would be like, how can we make it crazier? And I was like, all right, let's play around. It's just a hell of an experience. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, because so Wong wasn't in the trailer. Wong wasn't like, in the trailer. We didn't see, we didn't see uh, I don't know Nicodemus if, West. Exactly. Uh, and I don't know if Clea's involved in this movie. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They like, haven't announced casting if she is. I, yeah. I have a feeling that we will glimpse her. Yeah, or at least we'd hear have her to. name like, or something. Have to. Yeah. I feel like because that's such a big part of the Dark Dimension. Like, yeah. Int- Though maybe they'll introduce her the same way they did in the Strange Tales comics and we won't actually know her name for like that's true, 10 yeah. issues. He'll just, that's true. He'll just be like, who's this interesting blonde in Dark Dimension? <laughs> I love that. Dormammu's after. I've got to figure this out. Like, yeah. <laughs> that was so ridiculous. Uh, so I'm, I'm, there's there's a little bit more. Yeah, I'm wondering if they're going to do a, a trailer trailer before after Civil War. I think around like, Civil yeah. War we're going to get like a full on full trailer, yeah. Trailer. So like, and like I, I said this when the, the, the trailer broke like last week, or a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. like this is very much like 
hey, so Doctor Strange is a weird, wacky character to like 99.9% of the rest of the population on Earth. Here's a very loose primer on who he is. He's a superhero. There's magic. Uh, The scope is epic. Like you're seeing realities fold in on itself. Um, And I, but I think like with his next trailer, they're going to be like, all right, but here's who he really is. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. Um, so I think we're probably going to see a lot more magic. I think we're going to see a lot more show showdown, like because the trailer came out a week after they wrapped production, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so like everything that we saw was like very early on in the very process. Early. Yeah, it had you to know, because like the the scenes of him like walking through um, like the Tibetan areas mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I remember those pictures breaking. Oh yeah, in, like, I, I remember like November. months ago. Yeah, yeah, I was watching that. I was just like, oh, there's pictures. Mm-hmm. Like I was so excited. Yeah, like, like seeing the bandages on his hands and stuff like mm-hmm. that there. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to... There was a, one other quote that I kind of wanted to pull out. Uh, he says, man... Um, sorry, forgive I forgive <laughs> me. There were, uh, oh, okay. Here's the one Here's the one that I really like. And this goes back to what Joss Whedon was saying mm-hmm. earlier. Um, Marvel is aware that several of their movies are starting to feel cluttered. Uh, there's a joke that these movies are all essentially two-hour-long commercials for the next two-hour-long commercial. Oh, no, my God. Um, and, but then he says, like, have no fear... That's not what they, Marvel, want this to be. Oh, good. Um, That's good. uh, In fact, there was no pressure for, hey, can you add this character in? Can you tie tie it into this event or this or that? Uh, The only pressure they got was to do something, this is the quote, to do something different and fresh. The fact that this trailer looks unlike everything else is what they would really like Phase 3 and Phase 4 to be. They want these movies to run the gamut of looks and feels. They don't want that one Marvel look and feel. That's good. good. Yeah. And they all want they want these characters to exist in their own worlds. So yeah. um, it sounds like maybe Phase Three will be like mm-hmm. uh, Doctor Strange is maybe aware of the Avengers. Maybe yeah. he meets one or two of them. But yeah. like it's not like oh we've got to set up Thor Ragnarok yeah, and right. Doctor yeah. Strange. Yeah, needs to tie in together, guys. Yeah. It's, it, it's all loose. Yeah. That's all it ever has to be. And I think that was sort of some mm-hmm. of the weakness of Phase Two mm-hmm. and maybe like of fan expectations. We yeah. were expecting like. Oh, come on. Like, he's yeah. fighting the Mandarin? Go call the Avengers. Like, I know. he can't do that, you know? So, like, our, our expectations were maybe a little bit off, but... Even when they mentioned him in in um, the Captain America Winter Soldier, and they yeah. mentioned... I was, like, I was so excited. I had no oh. idea yeah. they were going to mention him, but... Just that alone is Just worth that alone. It. And that makes you think that his timeline is a different timeline, because at that mm-hmm. point, when, when Winter Soldier was happening, he was already the Sorcerer Supreme. They knew who yeah. he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, this somehow is going to have to before that yeah well like i heard i heard rumors last year that some of the um one of the drafts of the script sees doc like dr stephen strange the physician watching the news of the avengers um and then like soon after that event happens Mm -hmm. like that's when he gets in his car accident or something like that you know interesting um so like all of the events of like phase two happening uh, is when his story is more or less taking place. So yeah, so like he's he's still he's the doctor during like the New York incident. Then he's yeah, yeah he's, he's still, still like just, just a, a neurosurgeon. Yeah, right. Doctor Strange during the like uh, the incident in New York, uh, and then yeah. like presumably by Winter Soldier like a year or two later. Yeah, he's, that makes sense. The yeah. sorcerer, or at least like yeah. a, a sorcerer yeah. that lives yeah. in you know Manhattan because yeah. we don't know what happens to the angel one. In this yeah. One, so. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, like that, that, like hearing that, are you okay? Mary? No, I just have to keep <laughs> sneezing. Have to sneeze. I, know. I know, it's allergy uh, season here. Hearing, hearing that, like, killed me. I was yeah. like, mm-hmm. like, and like, I knew, like, I knew going into it, I was like, of course it's going to be a lot more than what that teaser showed. Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. You know, and like, as much as you and I know the character, of course it's that, you know? Yeah, so. yeah, no, I knew, I mean, I expected his origin, but like, 
the scene at the end with him walking up to his his window, the anomaly room or whatever it's called. Yeah, the there's like the five world. different yeah, there's, more a few, there's a more, yeah. Yeah, but like it was so awesome. That was the best scene of the whole thing because that the intro and his like, oop, sorry, sorry, Mike. <laughs> his origin story like is just very like, like it's it's an origin story like, yeah. and it's like. And how they do it is going to be different than the comics. And you can already tell it is because yeah. obviously the ancient one is Tilda Swinton, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> which I love Tilda Swinton. Who cares? Yeah, like she's amazing and weird and it's great. But like the how they take it after that, yeah, that's really what I'm curious about. And that trailer didn't show any of that. Didn't so, show yeah. any yeah. of that. Like like uh, I even said last week, I think like the like I think what we saw in the trailer is like the first 20 minutes of the film yeah I don't mm-hmm. think we've seen anything no. from act two mm-hmm. at all no because you see him like from the from the scenes from set that everyone has made gifts out of which is yeah. amazing I've like I love retweeted it. every oh, single it's one the best. I it's love like it. oh my god that was like internet Christmas for me it was just like Doctor Strange <laughs> that's what it felt around, like to me like, he was yeah. just jumping around and he was like being like photoshopped oh into like god. rocket ships and like it was amazing it was the best I was like yeah. oh the world is learning about Doctor Strange I know, oh, I'm I know. so happy for everybody I know I used to like oh I used to scour the internet for even just like one little tidbit of information and it's just yeah. so awesome to be able to get like freaking gifts of him dancing around like a crazy person oh like my it's God. awesome and like 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 we have so many fans and, and i i love this like we have so many fans who come to us and say like they love dr strange because of our show that's awesome um that they like I, like every single week i'll get a couple of tweets of people like I went and bought the oath, or I went yes, and bought Jason Aaron's current run. Like, the oath is you know. always my go-to, and you saw that picture of Benedict Cumberbatch uh, holding it. I was like, someone told him to buy the oath. Yeah. That would have been me. Yeah, no, I would have done the same thing. <laughs> the same thing. And you can see him holding. He's got the scars oh, on the his scars hands. on his hands. He yeah. still has them. Yeah, I was just like, this is so awesome. And yeah. you know, he's a Buddhist too. Really? Who, yeah. yeah. Oh my I was just like, because at first I was real skeptical. I was like, I don't don't know about badminton tennis match being being Doctor Strange. I don't know how I feel about this. And then, like, I read an article from, like, some Buddhist magazine that, like, he was Mm -hmm. in, and I was like, oh, he, like, actually is, like, all over this. Oh, okay. Okay. In fact, one of the things that brought, like, called him to the role, like, when he first Mm -hmm. really started looking into it, uh, probably, like, I think Marvel reached out to him, like, four or five years ago. Oh, yeah. uh, And his schedule just didn't match because of, like, Star Trek and everything else, Mm -hmm. but um, they've been holding on to doing the film because they wanted him. Like, they Mm -hmm. looked at other actors, but, like, at least that's that's the rumor that I heard yeah. is that they were so hungry to get Cumberbatch for the role that they were just like, well, we'll just hold off on production for another yeah. couple of years. Yeah. Um, but he actually out of college went and studied and like Tibet or something like that. That's like, awesome. Like did like oh an exchange program sort of thing. Like learn Buddhism over there. Yeah. Like his story in some ways is already <laughs> oh, exactly very yeah, much, like it's like Straczynski's uh, strange. Yeah. yeah. Where he's like, oh I'm gonna go be an exchange mm-hmm. doctor in this area and mm-hmm. learn how to like take care of people like for free. Wow. Like, yeah. like he did that already. So when he saw Doctor Strange today, he's like Hey, well, I've I've done that. So <laughs> I can act that. Yes. Yeah, and his American accent is very good. I love yeah. it. In the trailer, I was yeah. like, "This is it. awesome!" Like he did a really yeah. good job. Yeah, like I had to go back and listen to it a couple mm-hmm. times. Yeah, because like, you don't is, know him. You're that's yeah. him, right? Like oh. that's like and like and, uh, mm-hmm. I, I think I've already said it. You know, uh, so forgive me for repeating myself, listeners. Um, but uh, his voice, like even his voice, like just the tonal quality of his voice, yeah, um, is like burnout world weary but still like full of himself and mm-hmm. full of ego and like just narcissistic and just like oh my just the tenor of his voice yeah. i was like oh i know oh you're a dick <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I knew I, I knew already. I was like, his voice is perfect. I already yeah. know that. Yeah. Like, but I had to be sold on like him being in the role because I'm like, it's hard when you're such a big fan. Like yeah. when someone gets cast as someone and you're such a big fan, you're just like, how is this okay? Yeah. This guy's also Sherlock. That's awful. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, but I, but after seeing the trailer and like, you know, seeing all this stuff about it, I, I don't know. I, it feels like so much of a better fit now. Yeah. I just I. I cannot wait to hear him just like by the holy hosts of Hoggett. Like I, I cannot. He's wait gonna to do hear. it. He has to. He has like, to. Yeah. He and like Kevin Feige's actually, or maybe it was a Feige. Was, Broussard, Feige, or Derek, so one of the three, said that like, how do you like one of the challenges of casting for this role is finding a man who you believe him when he says right? these nonsensical right. alliterative <laughs> phrases. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. like that Stan Lee was just like, oh, I need him to say something. Uh, Flames of the Faulty. Yeah, Winslow Watoom. That sounds yeah, mystical. Yeah, yeah. That sounds know, mystical. Like, like, so, in fact, if you if you get the Doctor Strange animated movie, there's oh, a yeah. great, like, seven-minute documentary on Doctor Strange, and they interview Stan Lee on Is that. it on the no. DVD? It's on, I think it might be on the DVD. Nice. I, know, I bought it on iTunes, and I watched it there. Oh, cool. Um, I have it. I didn't, I didn't know it had that. Yeah, double-check it, it to oh, see if it, it's, like, God. seven minutes. It's great. Does, it's awesome. amazing. Does Stan Lee just kind of say, like... Yeah, no, Burr. Stan Lee says that. He's like, I, I needed for him to say something <laughs> mystical, and I thought, you know, like... I, I don't even know what I said, but like whims of Watoom. Like, I was just like, oh my God. Oh my God. Like, he just like willingly admits, he's like, this is a, this is nonsense. Oh, I'm just a turkey. I love it. It's so funny. Uh, all right. We've got to move on, but as our mm-hmm. super duper special Doctor Strange guest, is there anything else you want to say? Like, do you have any reading recommendations beyond the oath? Like, oh man. Too many to to um, say. I mean, the 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 old stuff that's drawn by Steve Ditko is amazing. Like yeah. read through mm, the old strange tale stuff. I'd say he his comics, like all of the older stuff, really does hold up. Yeah, because it's so weird and it's so like psychedelic already mm-hmm. that that's and the anthology is being re released and all mm-hmm. that. So check that out. The new run is amazing. Jason Aaron is yeah. Killing, the yeah. new run is amazing and that's so good because the like I feel like they lost like with the Bendis run kind of lost a lot of his like like mm-hmm. mystical stuff mm-hmm. but the new run has just been absolutely awesome there's a tiki bar which I love tiki bars so I mean yes. we've already got the, the, bar, with no the bar with no doors yes, yes. yes that I, made me, I was like I telling my it. friend we were in a tiki bar mm-hmm. and I was like Doctor Strange hangs out in a tiki bar and we hang out in tiki bars <laughs> we're awesome <laughs> bring me up <laughs> Uh, yeah. I just feel for your birthday party, Holly. We need to go have uh, oh a, a Doctor Strange yes. thing, Tiki Bar party oh, that for would, you. Oh, that'd yeah. be so amazing. But yeah, so the new run is awesome. I read it on the app on my phone, yeah. and I also had to show off we're phone buddies. Oh, yeah. oh yes, we're phone buddies. Off your phone. We yeah. both have Doctor Strange. Yeah. And I've just got, I don't even know which issue this. It's one of the older ones. Yeah. When he's so wearing cool. blue pants, it's the blue <laughs> pants run. Blue pants run. Yeah. Let me see. It's the I'm very in tune with his costumes. There was the mask run, the blue pants run. Aww. There was the like Doctor Strange. That's Oh, that might be uh, Bill Everett. Oh, okay, yeah. Like oh middle seventies. Yeah, I know. So it definitely looks the blue pants. Whenever that's <laughs> yeah. my, that's yeah. how I remember I issues. <laughs> uh, so let's uh, let's cover Twitter super duper uh, mm-hmm. fast. Um, Eric Opperman, we have to say goodbye to. Why? It's been fun, but I'll never see a live show again because mm-hmm. of my new admissions job at university. So oh. he. He got a new job. Congratulations. Congratulations! He can't watch the live show. He wanted us to say Aww. goodbye to all of his buddies in the live chat. Uh, everyone tweet at the Eric Opperman a, a very hearty congratulations yeah, for his new job. Congratulations, sir. That's awesome on the job. Uh, also, 
Uh, and I apologize up front. Mm-hmm. I've had a very busy week. I haven't had time to go through mm-hmm. Twitter as much as I usually would. But I did see that Donovan Hunter had a birthday last week. Yay! Uh, I watch and listen to you all every week. Birthday shout out. Happy birthday, Happy birthday, Donovan, Donovan Hunter! Woo! Why the Happy birthday! Oh, you got a special Doctor Strange! Oh. Birthday shout out! <laughs> Uh, that's better than a sexy show. That is. <laughs> that is. We'll have to have. We'll have to record that and just like yeah. play that. Happy birthday! For... <laughs> and then Doctor Strange is just like day job of like a birthday clown. <laughs> he just walks up and he's like, "Happy yes. birthday! Happy birthday! Here's a balloon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, also at Gavman three fifty seven. Uh, happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Uh, let's see here real quick. Um, oh. So Charles Lee at Goofy Fan Chuck mm-hmm. just took Matt Key's advice and looked up Holly Conrad's photos as Doctor Strange. Holy f, <laughs> quite oh, impressive! Yep. Thank you. Yes, Yay. they are impressive. <laughs> They're very impressive. I said that for a reason. Yay. I'm uh, gonna make the movie costume. So yes. that's, my, uh, that's my next Doctor Strange. I will pay you to venue. make me one. Um, just uh, mm-hmm. I know you've got a big one. Yeah, that we I definitely want to address. Yeah. Let me. Uh, oh yeah, finish yours. Uh, Catherine Tobin at Rin Tobin. Uh, not sure how much I'll get to see today because meeting hell, but everyone should watch, uh, try and watch regardless. So thank Aww, you for thank, you, thank you for that. We appreciate that. Uh, we've got one question, but I want to okay. get to this first. Sure, I, I have a. I want to read this because uh, it's awesome it's and really, it's aw- really awesome. And, and Colt Badeau brought this to yeah. our attention. Colt Badeau is our social media manager, mm-hmm. tweeting from the Star Jammer on the fifth chair uh, from the <laughs> from the fifth chair of the All desk. Right. Thank you, Colt. Dear Marvel Movie News, over the last few months, I've become seriously addicted to you show after show after I stumbled across it on iTunes after a long search to find a great podcast that had everything I needed, a.k.a. Marvel Comics, Marvel movie, Movies, and in-depth discussion about all Marvel-related things. And you guys have truly take, taken about in my weekly life in every week. Cannot wait to listen to your show. You guys are so much a part of my life now that when the Doctor Strange trailer dropped, I thought, oh gosh, Matt is going to love this. And when I had my first chimichanga, I knew Koi would be so proud of me. And when Miss Placa was away after two shows, I thought, okay, enough is enough. When is she coming back? I'm back. (laughs) So again, guys, thank you so much for what you do and the passion you have for Marvel. And I honestly consider you guys friends, even though we have never met. Lots of love, Andrew Van Dorn. Also, P.S., considering getting a Spider-Man tattoo two of him walking away back turned but looking over his shoulder and as he walks away coy this is for coy and we'll ask coy when he comes back what spider-man costume is the best costume in your opinion from the comics and he wants a shout out because he loves us and squirrel the haters who say our show is immature they don't know greatness (laughs) when they hear them the fools also doom love your voice brother stay strong my american superhero podcast team because Uh he's from perth australia oh my gosh what was was his name my husband's from really oh my god yeah i love her we're gonna be there yeah Oh in really? June? Oh, yeah. for um the the con? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. and this visiting parents. Supernova. Yeah, we're yeah, gonna yeah, be so, there visiting parents. So this is for Andrew Van Dorn. Huge shout out, man. Huge shout out. Thank you, Andrew. Shout out to Perth and that lovely, that's such a kind word. It really is. It's very nice. Yeah, and please go see Holly and her husband when they're out (laughs) of the the show because I've I've been wanting to go check out one of the the Uh, Australian shows. It's so really awesome. Yeah, it's going to be super fun. Uh, So Brent's friend on our live chat, this is the first time I've had a chance to look at the live chat. Mm -hmm. He asks uh, Matt, do a sexy Doctor Strange voice. So what was was our friend's name? Andrew Van Dorn. Andrew Van Dorn. I'm going to meet both of these. <laughs> well, I, I get the chicka chicka. All oh right. my god, All amazing! Right. That's kind of perfect for Doctor Strange. Andrew Van Dorn, by the hoary hosts of Hoggoth. Thank you for that sweet, sweet tweet. By the Vishanti. <laughs> How was that? Was that good? Oh, that was good. Oh, that was yeah, very good. good. I think you R- need to up your mustache. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. You, yeah. Need you need to have a bigger yeah. mustache for that. 
That was uh, so good. So yeah, I apologize. Koi's typically on the live chat. Mm-hmm. He's not here, and I I haven't had a chance to yeah. look. But uh, yeah, so uh, I think we've got time for like this really quick mm-hmm. question. Um, this comes from Danzig1979, at Danzig1979. Would love to hear your thoughts if Netflix started making the darker MCU films Disney can't or won't make, uh, such as Black Widow, Blade, Hawkeye, Morbius, Moon Knight, Ghost Rider, Small Up Budget, mm-hmm. R Rating, Lust Risk, Built-in Marvel Audience Thoughts. Uh, I think they're probably going to do a lot of that stuff yeah. on Netflix. I, think, I, I know uh, Hawkeye, uh, Jeremy Renner, has said he would love to do a, a Netflix series. I just as long as awesome. as long as it's that new Hawkeye stuff on fra- based on Fraction, oh, Fraction, I want Fraction Hawkeye. Yeah, That's and that would I be want. a great way to bring in Kate Bishop mm-hmm. also, yeah. like into the MCU, and then maybe segue her mm-hmm. into the MC, like yeah. cinematic universe. Uh, I don't know that we'll get Morbius because vampires mm. might be a little too weird well, to throw if we get in. Bro- if we get Blade, we'll get Morbius. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And I think Blade is actually a strong yeah, possibility. I think Blade so is gonna I, I'm yeah. going to eat my words and say mm-hmm. Morbius. I think we're definitely going to get Moon Knight. Yes, I feel like for he's, sure. Yes, he's, like, yeah, like I yeah. feel like we'll he's probably introduce unknown, him. And, but he's also mm-hmm. super cool. Yeah. So it's like they're going to. They're gonna probably do it. Yeah, and like I love the fact that he like wears white. Like he's insane. He's schizophrenic, and he mm-hmm. wears white because he wants the bad guys to know he's coming. Like, yeah. I love that. That's a that's so cool. So yeah. uh, anyway, do you have anything else? Uh, yeah, actually, Caleb B actually asked. Caleb um, B. So no, this is really great. He's in. He he actually it's a multi tweet, but basically he wants to know like um you know what why do we what's the angst about people addressing the new Thor as Lady Thor? And I think it it just comes down to like an internet culture is that. Um, a lot of people who have been addressing her as Lady Thor have been doing it in a very disrespectful way. So there's just been a little bit of a, a pushback. And I think at one point there was a Lady Thor. So it's there was yeah. So this particular version of Thor, and even in the comics they make a big point. She's like, I'm not Lady Thor. I'm just Thor. But it is very difficult because you know, when you talk about Thor, we're talking about Odin's son. We're talking mm-hmm. about Thor. It's it's very difficult when we're talking about Jane as Thor. Mm-hmm. So it, it is it's it's hard and it's confusing and it's I get tripped up myself. But so so. Who was the original Thor? Like, what was his earthly? It was Blake, uh, Blake or I'm, Donald I'm, Blake. Donald Blake. Donald but Blake. But then he, Eric Masterson, also became Thor. It's so and we up. never called him Eric Thor. I know. It was just Eric Thor. Thor. Exactly. It, was like, it wasn't Thor but, Masterson. I know. It but was, if, if it was Thor, it was Thor. Yeah. The, the Thor power inherited like inhabited but someone else. But it's so hard else, because so. we're talking about Thor in the movies. We're talking about. Chris Hemsworth, Thor, and if we talk about Thor in the comics, it's obviously Jane. I keep wanting to call her Jane Austen, and obviously that's not right because <laughs> yeah. uh, I have Pride and Prejudice on my brain. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, I think for all intents and purposes, I don't think there's any angst when you call her Lady Thor respectfully. I think the, the real problem is is there are just some people on the internet when the, com- the comic came out and the change mm-hmm. happened, they were just being very disrespectful and just taking a giant poop all over it. What I'm curious about is, did the same thing happen when Lady Loki came out? No! Not like, at all! Like, because that was just Loki deciding that he was a lady. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was like, I'm a girl now, and they're like, cool. I want boobies! <laughs> yeah. 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 And, like, and by cool. the way, I think that's probably what they're doing with the Ancient One. I think the Ancient One is like, exactly. oh, I'm a girl yeah. now. Well, yeah, and the Ancient One is a mystical figure anyway, mm-hmm. so yeah. it's like, and I so wasn't... Tilda Swinton. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I wasn't mm-hmm. weirded out, and I love Tilda Swinton, because mm-hmm. she's yeah. just awesome. So. She's an amazing actress, yeah. 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 So yeah, the only reason I tripped up is that I'm I'm trying to be respectful of my fan base in the in one area of comics because I have been conditioned to not call her Lady Thor, but I get tripped up and I just want to call her Lady Thor because it makes it easier. So I don't I don't know, guys. I'm confused. 
I don't know where I stand either, so don't feel bad. If you call her Lady Thor and you're not being a jerk about it, call her Lady Thor. I yeah. don't care. I'm not going to throw it to you. It's like not, yeah. it's the intent. It's, it's not a, the yeah, phrase. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's it's phrasing. Yeah. Phrasing, phrasing. It's, phrasing. It's, it's it's a way to identify the specifics of exactly. which Thor you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. But, but then technically Lady Thor is a character. But Lady Thor is a character, A. And B, like yeah. you... Like saying Lady Thor almost seems like it's like you throw a ball like a girl, like it's like she's not as powerful or something like that. Like, yeah. as long as that's not how you mean it, it's yeah. fine, then it's parsing, worry. but you know, yeah. Uh, anyway, I think we've probably got to end it because I, DC, I do, like, uh, Doom, Doom wants <laughs> to uh prevent riots in the chat, oh, yeah, uh, and talk about Agents of Shield for 30 seconds. Oh, do yeah, it, please. Um, this was this was a fun episode this week, it was a classic TV trope of. These ca- of like which character is the the spy in the building, mm-hmm. um, and like mm-hmm. the distrust seating in the Secret Warriors as they actually get this little four person band of Secret Warriors together, um, and by the end it, it looks like we have an evil Quake on our hands. What? Yeah. Quake, yeah. Spoilers. Quake being uh, controlled by Hive. Yeah. Um, oh, that's no fun. And uh, <laughs> go uh, so. Betraying her, her, uh, her teammates, and uh, very much. There's a lot of exciting stuff to come with the next four episodes, which are being called "Fallen Agent" because it looks like we are going to lose a cast member before the end of the season. Yeah. yeah. Dun dun dun. So there's a lot of cool stuff, and we talked about it over on AfterBuzz TV. So I uh, know we didn't have much time, so you can go over there. We talked about it for a full hour, so you can get a full hour of Shield on our sister network, AfterBuzz TV, or you can always just. Uh, tweet at me because I am constantly talking about Shield, and uh, we just finished Daredevil over to AfterBuzz too. But uh, at that Zach Wilson, and we can talk Shield. Trust me, we'll talk Shield. All right, yay. Well, uh, let's let's wrap it up yeah. uh, so DC can come in here. But uh, Holly, thank you for joining us. Yeah. Uh, where where all can we find you? What can we watch you on? Like, how can we get more Holly Conrad in our life? <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm just on YouTube as Commander Holly and uh, on Twitter as Holly Conrad and Commander Holly everywhere else. And uh, yeah, just come hang out, uh, just have fun. And you and play you play video games on uh, on, on Commander on, on Holly, the yeah. On Commander yes. Holly, I play video games and I also do cosplay and I stream on Twitch also. Yes. That's also Commander Holly. So if you just search Commander mm-hmm. Holly, that's where everything is. And that's uh, yeah. And uh, I'm going to be doing a lot of more cosplay stuff and a lot of obvious Doctor Strange stuff as the movie gets closer because I'm super stoked. So. <sighs> Yeah, I'm going to have to start tuning in. Like, <laughs> well, I'm going to be watching you guys, so. Aww, <laughs> yes. Watch each other. Yes, yes. watch each other. I, you're going you're to keep me informed, like, <laughs> of things not Doctor Strange related. <laughs> yeah, well, that is our that is our aim. Uh, and I, I think probably anytime there's a Doctor Strange anything, we're going to have you come in. Yeah, I think we have to. Yeah, because. Or my astral a, form. Yeah. Teach me. Oh, yes. That part made me cry. Yes, I know. I was in Jimmy like, Kimmel, and I was just like, mm, "Don't cry! I'm in an audience. I'm in a live oh, studio audience." Oh, I was going to be there too. I couldn't make it to the oh, Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, they oh. wanted me to go, and I was I was busy doing my D and D game for. I do a live D and D game. Yeah. And I was like, "These are my two loves. I don't know what to do." Oh, it was very it was very difficult, but I had to I had to commit. To, you you <laughs> being married right now is breaking so many nerd hearts. I think. <laughs> uh, so, um, and Meredith, what do you Dude, what have you got going on? Uh, I mean, other than like, I have to. Just say this was a huge treat having you in Holly because I I, I love 
his enthusiasm, but getting to watch you two <laughs> completely geek out over Doctor Strange. Like, I just, I love seeing people be passionate about what they love. And yeah. this was just, I hope the fans enjoyed it as much as I did. So thank you so much for coming on. Um, so I don't, that's what I have. I mean, I have a lot of going on, but this was like, I don't know. This is really yeah. nice to see you guys be so happy thank about you. this. So. Thank sweet. you. Yeah. That was very nice uh, I liked you. watching you geek out about Dark Phoenix. Well, I, yeah. know, I know nothing about uh, Dark Phoenix. Mom, and I was like, this is awesome. She my love. Uh, if you guys want to see me talk more about Dark Phoenix, I was on Kim Horch. Nerd Alert. Uh, there's a bunch of videos going up this week on youtube.com slash nerd alert. And you can just follow me on Twitter at mplaco. Uh, and uh, I am uh, Matt Key at the Matt Key. You can find, uh, I, I think my uh, doctor, like Kevin Smith on Fat Man on Batman with Mark Bernardin, did uh, a Doctor Strange trailer review. And I think that just dropped last night. I haven't nice. had a chance to look, but I'm in that one for like six minutes. Nice. They, they didn't know who Mads Mickelson was, so they had me come in and talk about it. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, so you can find me there. Go watch that if you like Kevin Smith and you're mm-hmm. a fan of all that stuff, or if you're a fan of me. Uh, and uh, mm-hmm. that's kind of it, I think. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, uh, special thanks to our social media manager, Colt Badeau, who tweets Ooh. from the unofficial fifth chair on the Star Jammer, which you hate. Uh, please it's, don't forget to subscribe to our show it's on a iTunes. Thing. It's, it's a Cyclops thing. Well, it's, so, it. it's a Summer's Family line. Summer's thing. Family, yeah. yeah, I get it. Uh, please don't forget to subscribe to our show on iTunes, Marvel Movie News. Uh, rate us and leave us a comment, uh, and Coy will read it next week. Mm-hmm. He loves to do that. Uh, also, we're on YouTube. Please don't forget to subscribe to our show there through the Popcorn Talk Network. Uh, and comment. You know, we, we try to read the comments as much as we can. Find us on Facebook at forward slash Marvel News Show and at Twitter at Marvel News PTN. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, from Marvel Movie News, Matt Key, Meredith, and Holly, thank you so much. We'll see you next week. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principal. All right, hey. All right, good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. <laughs>